Hey guys! Hi! Welcome to episode 171. 171. Wow! We've been doing this a long time. Ah, jeez! God damn! How's it going, Aaron? Oh, I'm fucking living the dream, man. How I am so excited because we have a package from Australia that we're going to open later. Hell yeah. But I'm super fucking pumped about this package, Dude. mostly because it's from Matthew. Matthew. And, uh, you know, he just knows us. Listen, this is a little random, but great segue because we're talking about packages. Remember how I was bitching about my fucking mailman being the worst mailman in the world? Mm-hmm. Well, he must listen because all of a sudden my fucking <laughs> lid has been shut because it's been raining. Yeah. So he uh, didn't give a fuck those first couple days, though. I take it all back, mailman. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. You're legit. Thanks. Thanks okay. for closing my mailbox. What if you got a sub? Like, oh, he took maybe. a fucking holiday <gasps> vacation oh. thing. And now <laughs> I hope the sub becomes my regular. Ooh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm, now I want a sub sandwich <laughs> from Jared. Jersey Mike's. Okay. Yeah. There oh, we go. That's way better. You know? Yeah. I don't want pedophile on my food. Mm, no. I actually really like Subway, but it's because they make it how I like it. Anyway, so Aaron, do you want to give me your goddamn? <laughs> sure. Um, it has nothing to do with food poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent segue. <laughs> Thank you. It's just, you know, okay, here's where it's at. Yeah, tell me. We went to Bombay. Tell right? me. Oh, we did. We had a fucking wonderful Great weekend. Great time. And my body hurts. I still. Still. Uh, I just feel like my whole fucking self has aligned. I feel like I got what I needed and oh. I feel relaxed. Oh. I feel fucking good about life. Loving it. I feel better about everything. I feel better about work. Like we're almost done with fucking Christmas shopping. Ooh. I've been like treating myself. Ooh. Hashtag Ooh. treat yourself. Ooh. I bought new fucking boots. I'm just living excited. it. Like I I just feel good. I need That's to bottle it. up some of that and drink it because I'm over here like, oh, my God, I haven't slept in 500 hours. Bombay was like a blast, but like I'm broken. Mm-hmm. And then uh, all of a sudden I'm like, holy shit, I'm so far behind and everything's backed up and I have so much to do and I haven't even Christmas shopped and I haven't even gotten anything for mm. anybody. And then everybody's like, oh, my God, we're going to do 500 things every single day. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I just want to go to bed. I mean, this will probably all go away in the morning when I wake up. Oh, I hope it stays. But cause... like most of our Christmas presents got delivered today. I've oh, been like yeah. wrapping as we go. What? What? You are crushing it. Under the tree. Like, I'm. When are you wrapping things? After the kids go to bed. Mm, that's my me time. Actually, I I've know. Been, it's mine I've been too. literally going to bed when the kids go to bed. Mm. But I've been getting woken up 500 fucking times because I'm a little gremlins. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway. I haven't been getting great sleep because, like, my older kid, he fucking likes to sleep with us and mm-hmm. I'm a sucker. So, listen. Mm-hmm. But then he'll, so like, good, so good. turn weird and touch my back and it Ooh. fucking shocks my whole system and that's I'm like that's Bombay oh. leaving your soul yeah I don't know what's wrong my back is broken it hurts so bad <sighs> that's not good you should go see a doctor yeah listen someday well that's a fucking great goddamn I thought so too I love I just feel fucking good hashtag treating yourself yeah hashtag your, treat myself your hashtag treating yourself has rubbed off on me a little bit because mm-hmm. my goddamn is that I went and got an eye exam today to get new glasses because these motherfuckers I don't know if you can tell. Of course, one of them is a shiv who are not <laughs> on the Patreon cannot see. But literally one of them is a shiv because my child, who is now five uh, when he was a baby, that's how old these are, mm-hmm. ripped off the like protective ear thing. And mm-hmm. it's got like a pokey thing as if to be like this protective ear thing will never slide off. Mm-hmm. And it there's looks like a fish hook mm-hmm. and it's just sharp as hell. Mm-hmm. And they are so scratched and I can barely even see out of them. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I actually went to the eye doctor today and they poof 
air in your eye. Poof. Ooh, yeah. You know that test? Yeah. Poof. Yeah. That's the fucking worst. Poof. Took it's them like a worst. million times to get my eyeball. I can sit for the first one. And then the second one, I'm like, no. <laughs> you oh, gotta fucking, I, huh. well, you got to catch me sooner. <laughs> and then I'm so, exactly. I'm so fucking tired, too. So, like, I feel like that has more to do with my jumpiness. You know, yeah. like when I'm exhausted, I'm like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> like, if you say my name too quickly, I'm shocked right now. Yeah. So getting air poofed into my eyes a million times. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> this poor lady. She did it like 500 times. And she's like, I'm not getting it. And I was like, sorry, just keep trying. Like, I'll try to hold my eyes. Hold on. Watch, watch, watch. And then I'd like breathe. <sighs> Okay, go. Yeah. And it still took a million times, but she got it. I had but, to I had to like literally have them count it down, but like get me on an off number and be like, okay, one, two <laughs> and I'd still pull away, like, oh, you almost fucking had me. <laughs> shit's hard to sit through. It is so hard. My old optometrist used to have literally like this little gun thingy that she would hold up to your eye and then she would press a button and this pin would pop out and touch her eyeball. It was a plastic no. pin. No. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, no. I'd like the air puff, please. Oh, that <laughs> it was really hard. That sounds like a lawsuit. Really hard. I'm waiting to fucking happen. Damn. Anyway, and then also they did this thing that they've never done before mm-hmm. where they shined a very bright light in my eye for a very long time. Like. Look over here, look over here. Like they were looking for cataracts or some shit. Mm-hmm. And I really thought you were going to say cavities. And I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. Different, you different orifice. Didn't go to an eye doctor. <laughs> you went to a weird orthodontist. <laughs> not orthodontist. Optometrist. There you go. Oh, but here's the thing. Okay, so they're shining bright lights in my eyes. And instantly I was like, fucking migraine or epilepsy. Oh, no. Nobody knows. But it hurt. But I swear to God, he turned off the light really fast and had me like look to the side. I saw fucking a quick like reverse image of the veins in my eyes. I don't know if I'm making this up and I haven't stopped thinking about it since it happened. But I swear to God. Could you map them out? Like right now? Yeah. No. I can do a police sketch right now. <laughs> no, like it happened really fast where oh. I was like, are those my veins? Like. What did I just see? It was so bright. It's literally the brightest thing that has ever been in my eye. Oh. Which <laughs> well, is like a weird sentence to say. It is. Also, the I feel like the amount of time in it. Oh, my God. Okay? Well, Lee and I did it together. Like, I did mine and then his. Cute. <laughs> so cute. It was like our date night. Let's go get new glasses at Costco. This is married, man. <laughs> yeah, it is. I was so excited because <laughs> these are so bad. Yeah. Like, I just want to see. So they did a light in his eyes, too. And they were so much quicker. Oh. The guy did explain, though. He was like, you have blue eyes. Lee has brown eyes. And he was like. Thank you for that. Fucking <laughs> genius. All right. Case closed. <laughs> Here's my copay. <laughs> How much was this? <laughs> no, but he was Holy like, shit, wait, blue? <laughs> this whole time. I had no idea. But he was explaining that blue eyes, you don't have as much fucking pigment or whatever, so you're more susceptible to cataracts. So I wonder if that's why he hung around in there for so fucking long. Oh. I don't really know, man. Right, but well, that's a bummer. I was like, what you doing in there, man? Yeah, get out of there. Quit but, looking uh, into my soul. I know, but I'm super excited because I got new glasses and I got Hell some yeah. new sunnies, too. So in Hell a couple yeah. weeks... I'll have that shit. Hell yeah. Hashtag treat myself. Hashtag With treat yourself. Basic fucking health life necessities. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So today on this episode, I said, God damn, I'm going to tell you about Carol E.G. Okay. Mm thought it was going to be Carol Baskin. I was going to be like, well, you're going to have to compete with the documentaries. <laughs> okay. Okay. This. Go ahead. What? Nope. No. Is it the sandwich? Fucking heiress. <laughs> EG's sandwiches? No. I'm not even sure that you say EG. Like, I don't even know. It's E-G-E. Less. Oh, it could be egg. 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 Okay. So, in 1982. Okay. Ooh, good year. Yeah, great year. A woman by the name of Cindy Thompson. What's her name? 
Cindy Thompson. <laughs> I fucking had a stroke. People don't know about it, though, because this was in the before times. Yeah, but it was also. No, they didn't know about it. You, yeah. guys didn't, you guys didn't know about this because before we started filming behind the scenes shit, when we <laughs> used to record in Aaron's bedroom, <laughs> I had a case. Was it Cindy or Sydney? I don't remember, but you could not get it right. I could not. I kept saying Sydney. Yeah, I think it was Sydney. Sydney, and I kept saying Cindy or something. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I fucked it up so many times. The amount of editing you had to do on that episode, <laughs> I can only imagine. Okay, Cindy. Though. That was a good one. Okay, so anyway. So, okay. Uh, yeah. Her name was Cindy Thompson. Okay. Not it. Carol E.G. So we're jumping around here. Okay. 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 So there's a woman by the name of Cindy Thompson, mm-hmm. and she was in her early 20s living in Michigan. Okay. And she was a mother of two children and newly divorced. Ooh, sucks. But might not. Maybe she wanted to get rid of that guy. Maybe he's a loser. Yeah, I know. But I mean, it sucks to like have two kids with him and then get a divorce. Ugh. Who will help with these kids? Yeah. Oh, I got these kids. What are we going to do with them? Anyway, so after the divorce. <laughs> probably just take care of them. Yeah, probably just keep them. They're pretty cool. I like them. All right. So after the divorce, she found herself on rough times and was unable to afford a place to live mm-hmm. with her kids and everything, right? Mm-hmm. So she moved into her best friend, Cheryl's house. That's her best friend. Best friend. So that she can get back on her feet again. Okay. She found work, but eventually decided to have her children go live with her husband because he could provide a more stable home environment for them and while she was, like, saving up some money to buy a home. Okay. Or to rent a home. I don't know what the fuck her plans were. But, you know, She's you got to get some money. You know what I'm saying. I get what you're saying. During this time, she ran into her old high school sweetheart, Mark Davis, Ooh. and the couple sort of hit it off again. Okay. Now, the problem was that Mark was currently in a relationship. Mm, that is a problem. And but- living with a woman by the name of... Carol. Carol E.G. Okay. Mm. Mm-hmm. That presents a problem. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, according to Mark, he and Carol were broken up after a 10-year relationship, and he was just living in the home. Mm. But he was dating Cindy. Mm-hmm. A little fucking risky there, Mark. A little risky. Now, Carol and Mark had been together for fucking ever, right? So at this point, they're common-law married. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. But things were a little bit rocky, obviously. Because they got broken up. Because they, like, got broken up and shit. But allegedly, he carried on a relationship with both of the women at the same time. Mm. Uh, it's not really clear when the women found out about each other, but eventually they know about each other. And okay. they're still fucking Mark. So. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> See what I mean? See what I mm. He's yeah. got beer-flavored nipples or some shit. Mm-hmm. So obviously his little secret wasn't that secret. And like I said, the women knew about each other eventually. And Carol hated Cindy. Okay? Okay. I'm sure Cindy wasn't fond of Carol either. But especially Carol was like, don't like Cindy. Fuck her in particular. Exactly. Got it. One time Cindy came home to her apartment to find Carol in her room with a friend ripping apart her t-shirts. Uh, rude. What if that's my favorite T-shirt? Why was Carol in Cindy's apartment? She was like, I'm going to fuck her shit up. Okay. Also, she had, like, torn up a watch or some shit that Cindy had bought for Mark as, like, a Christmas present or something. And Carol was like... how did she have access to Cindy's apartment? I don't know. Like, I could see if Cindy fucked up Carol's shit because she was, like, hanging out with Mark, you know? Yeah, and they lived together. together. Nope, 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 nope. But the other way around, like, uh, that's when police get involved. And Cindy walked in. They did get involved. That's good. And Cindy walked in and, like, was like, 
what goes on here? What is this? Yeah. And Carol was like, you're not going to give him fucking birthday gifts or Christmas gifts or whatever fucking holiday it is. He my man. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Psycho. Uh, doesn't fucking matter. Weird. Yeah. Get out of my house. Yeah. Then in 1983, Cindy dropped a bombshell. Bum, 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 bum. She was pregnant by Mark. Uh-oh. spaghetti With his baby. Mm. In case you were wondering what she was pregnant with. <laughs> Thank Needless, God it yeah. was a baby. <laughs> yeah, just a, not a food baby, mm. real baby. So, like I said, needless to say, Carol was not happy. Mm-hmm. Mark, however, was pretty thrilled because uh-huh. this would be his first child. Cute. While Mark was glowing about becoming a father, Carol was constantly planting weird shit in Mark's head. Like, he, she would say, like, once the baby's born, that Mark and Carol should adopt the baby from Cindy. D and be a family together without Cindy. Uh, what? I don't know. And I don't know if Mark was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah great idea. We'll talk about it later. Like, I don't know yeah. what his <laughs> response was. It's just like, shh, shh, shh. Yeah. <laughs> that's not really weird. She's going to raise another lady's baby like that yeah. she absolutely hates. And she's like, but the baby's probably fine. Yeah. No. Well, and that's another thing. She kept talking shit about the baby like baby's probably gonna be deformed anyway because cindy's such a terrible person oh god yeah yeah it was not a healthy like triangle going on here yeah i think mark just needs to pick a side you know yeah mark's kind of a dick yeah he's a super what the fuck mark he but also really must have beer flavored nipples girls know your worth you know hashtag know your worth Mm -hmm. yeah really seriously yeah at one point, I guess, Carol told a friend. Now, this one's kind of, I almost wasn't going to mention it. But, like, I guess one time she was, like, venting to a friend in her car. And she was so pissed about Cindy being pregnant and all the shit. Basically, it sounds like she was kind of jealous, right? Mm-hmm. That she, like, literally was, like, punching her ste- steering wheel and saying shit like, I could just kill her. Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Yeah. But also, like, we say that shit all the time. Like, bitch, I'm going to kill you. And them loud-ass motherfucking barking dogs. Oh, I thought you were going to say, you don't want to fuck with me. Oh, that too. Girls too. Later that same year that Cindy is like, hey, I'm pregnant. Later that year in December, Cindy was just hanging out at her sister's house when some man and Carol came barging in. Fucking weird. Again. again. Yeah, I don't know how. They just come barging in and the man grabbed Cindy's sister and a 14-year-old daughter, which I think was like her niece. Yeah. And held them down while Carol just started to attack Cindy. Like, oh, I'm going to fuck your shit up. Wow. Well, when they bust in, Cindy just happened to be on the phone with a friend and yelled to the friend on the phone, like, call the cops, I'm being attacked. And this scared Carol and the man, and they ran out of the house. That's good. Yeah. Did she lock your fucking doors? Yeah, but, like, she was okay. It sounded like they were kind of scrapping. Yeah, like They were fighting. And then they were like, ah, shit, the cops are probably on their way. Yeah, we should leave. And actually, the man is the one who stopped Carol and was like, dude, we got to go. Like, they're going to call the cops. We should leave now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. In February of the following year, Cindy, who was 26 at the time and seven months pregnant, moved into a friend's house in Pontiac, Michigan. Mm -hmm. Mark had started to move into the home, too, and it seemed as though he was planning to move out of the home with Carol and go live with Cindy to raise their kid together. Yeah. Good for him on making a decision. Yeah, he made a decision. However, on February 22nd, 1984, at 5 a.m., Mark stopped by Cindy's house to pick up some of his weed. 
or something. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. That I guess he was like storing at the house. Like I said, he had some of his shit there. <laughs> it's not mine. It's a friend's. Yeah, let me go to her house. And I'm just storing it for him. Yeah. <laughs> but don't take it. <laughs> He'll wonder where it is. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so there's a side note to this. Okay. Because it's kind of weird. He, 5 a.m. swings by the house like, hey, I'm just going to pick up my weed real quick. Maybe he's um a drug dealer. Uh, maybe. And he was like, I got to go get my supply. Maybe. But it was explained that, like, he had been drinking all day the day prior. And he was, like, five bottles of wine deep at this point. And so Ooh. at 5 a.m., he's just like, I need some weed. Maybe he's ready to go to bed. You yeah. know? He's like, I don't want that hangover. You got to come down from that. Let me just drive to Cindy's house. Not safe. Not safe at all. So when he first walked up to the house, he found the dog in the front yard. And Mark thought this was kind of like strange, right? Yeah. What goes on here? So he walked into the home and he found blood at the foot of the stairs with a chunk of hair. Oh, no. Oh, no. And he walked up the stairs and into her bedroom and found her laying face down on the floor. Oh, fuck. Seven months pregnant? Okay. Seven months pregnant. You don't want to be face down on the floor seven months pregnant. I didn't even think of that. It gets worse. Trigger warning to the max if you're pregnant. Even if you're not. Just trigger warning. Okay? So she's laying face down on the floor. This is the weirdest little fucking tidbit. Okay. He goes to flick the lights on because he's like, uh, hello. And -hmm. he goes to flick the lights on and they don't work. So he goes and changes the bulb out so that he can, like, turn the light on. Now, I'm like... That's your first thought? I would flick it a bunch of times and be like, maybe the breakers popped. Go turn the hall light on? Yeah. Like, what? How did you know where the extra bulbs were? (laughs) Fair question. Like, did the bulb just just happen to blow out? Yeah. I have so many questions about this stupid little fact. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. (laughs) Okay, so anyway, so he changes the bulb out, and then he turns the lights on, and when he does, he finds Cindy laying dead on the floor in a puddle of blood. Mm. She had been bludgeoned in the head and on her arms, like defensive wounds, and she had clearly been stabbed. Her body had been eviscerated, (gasps) and her organs and fetus were removed and laid on the carpet next to her body. (gasps) What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, She had a large laceration that started from the middle of her spine and wrapped around to her right side. The police officer that responded to the scene eventually said that the wound was so severe and it was like gaping open and you could see into her body cavity where all of her organs were now missing. What the fuck? Doesn't that make it like 20 times worse? Like you thought, oh, laying on your belly sucks when you're seven months pregnant. But then it was removed. What from kind her of back, psycho. From her back. Who? That seems like so much extra work. We said it was from her spine and then around to the other side. Yeah, but she was laying on her back, so I'm sure they attacked her, knocked her down. Or sorry, laying on her belly, so they probably attacked her. And while she was laying down, just went. Phew. Are you sure they didn't just like roll her over after she was dead? I don't know. And eviscerated. Like I don't know. I don't know. But then, like, just from your right side, I feel like you get more access from your back. I don't know why we're getting so into this. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it either. Okay, okay. so. Her wounds look to have been caused by a hammer and obviously a sharp object like oh, a knife. Okay. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Two two things here. She was okay. bludgeoned and stabbed. Okay. At her feet, a vanity table had been knocked over and a phone had been ripped from the wall and torn apart. Obviously, there was a struggle going on here. There's a lot of fucking rage here. There's so much rage. That's fucked up. That's so fucked up. The bedroom was totally splattered with blood. So... 
obviously she was murdered in the room. Mm-hmm. All of the phone lines had been cut, so Mark had to drive four plus miles to a friend's house to ha- to like have them call nine one one. Do they not have neighbors? Well, that's what I was thinking. Like this whole story is kind of fucking weird and like pieced together and like does I have so many questions, but that's one of them is like, was there not a neighbor closer? And why did you go to a friend's house? Like, you don't need a friend in this time of need. You just need a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, hypothetically, all you need is a person with a phone. Maybe he didn't want to do it because he was drunk. Maybe. And he didn't want to, like, get in trouble. for. But so then he drove farther. (laughs) Like, wouldn't you think you'd just go outside and be like, hey— yeah. Anybody home? I don't really know. Fucking next door? I don't really know, but also Maybe after... it's in a very rural area. M- maybe. Maybe he didn't know where the closest house was because it there's like woods and shit. Hmm. And he was like, I'm not about to drive up some fucking farm country like driveway where people don't know me and they come out with a shotgun. Maybe, but I... Maybe he thought there was a fucking murderer on the loose. Could be. And he was Any like, those... I can trust my friend. Any of those, I guess, could have been the reason, but I just think it's fucking weird. It is weird. All right, so he drives to the friend's house, has them call 911, then he drives back to Cindy's home to meet the police there. Okay. So now they know that you're drunk driving. <laughs> Maybe he was sober by then. Oh, fucking hell. I bet that sobers you up. Uh, Yeah, you can at least fake it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when the police investigated the home, they found no sign of forced entry, and the back door had been unlocked. So I don't know if that's where the killer had come in from or if maybe she invited the killer in and just by coincidence, the back door is unlocked. Lock your fucking doors. Uh, She did not invite this killer into her house. If it is the person who we all think it is, Mm -hmm. she wouldn't be like, oh, do you want a fucking spot of tea? Come on in. The water's fine. Yeah. Yeah. They never found any hammers or knife or any, like, obvious murder weapons or anything like that in the house. But they did find a bloody towel in the kitchen, kind of like as if somebody had cleaned up before they left. Mm-hmm. The medical examiner determined that the blunt object used was a hammer. But, like, it was a specific hammer, like a ball peen. Yeah, ball peen. Is that one of those, like— Thanks, Dad. Yeah, is that one of those, like, literally it has, like, a round— I just know the name of it. Did I just literally explain a hammer to you in my mind, but not using <laughs> all of the words? Mansplain a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I just want to know what it looks like you for see, my own and head. And the other side has to a know. claw that you could get the nails out with. That is what I was thinking of. It is a hammer, but it's like rounded. Like, hmm, okay. why is it like that? I don't know. What is the purpose of the ball? You know, peen and stuff. It looks like a penis. Is that why they call it peen? <laughs> I mean, it's it's a weird penis, but I'm for I it. I don't need to know that much about Lee. <laughs> Why is it square in the middle? <laughs> <laughs> Trying nope. to fit a round peg in a square hole. <laughs> anyway, okay, so the medical examiner, like I said, determined that the object used was a ball-peen hammer, and the sharp object was a knife Okay, to slice her open I and disembowel her. Assumed that part. Yeah. But just so you know, it was official. Yes. <laughs> Disembowel. Mm. Cindy had last been seen alive the night before on February 21st, sometime between 8.45 p.m. and 9.15 p.m. Mm. at night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what the p.m. stands for. <laughs> I guess she had visited her friend at work or something like that. And so that was when the last time she was officially seen alive. Okay. A neighbor reported that they had saw Cindy pull into the driveway. So there were neighbors. 
There were neighbors. Interesting. <gasps> this breezy. Interesting turn of events. I like how I knew this and I wrote this and I totally forgot that. I was like, like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck. Someone was next door. <laughs> I wrote this literally today. Okay. So a neighbor heard her pull into the driveway around that same time. So it matches with the timeline of fucking around nine o'clock. Yeah. The neighbor also heard a second car pull into the driveway shortly after Cindy had pulled in. And a few moments later, heard that second car leave. A few moments. A few moments later. Was there a driver that was like, I will drop you off now. And I will pick you up. Well, I'm thinking like a few moments could be like. Ten moments? I don't know. That's a lot. Like, that's a long moment. I feel like it takes I feel like hours. And then about ten minutes later. Yeah. I mean, maybe. it was a while later. Maybe uh, this it was is like, a few moments. I'd be like, they ran in and grabbed their keys a few second, a few moments later. They drove away. Maybe it out. is a getaway car. Who knows? Who we knows? We just don't know. Nobody knows. We're just speculating wildly. Speculating. Between 8 p.m. and 9 p.m., a friend had tried to call Cindy several times, but the line was busy. I so, thought that's when she was last seen. I know. Well, it's kind oh, of a the loose line timeline. was busy, though. So maybe a person. <gasps> okay. Maybe they were waiting for her. Yeah. Maybe they went first, cut the lines, waited till she came home. Mm, I hate it. Mm-hmm. I hate it. So after 9 p.m., this friend stopped trying to call Cindy. So that's kind of all we really know about the night that she died. Okay. Police initially suspected that Mark had murdered Cindy and brought him in for questioning. Mark? Not the woman who has attacked her on multiple occasions. Well, they don't know that, right? Like, they just... The police were involved. Well, yeah, but, okay, so they're rolling up, and Mark's like, oh, shit. She did. That's my baby mama. Yeah. And they're like, we're going to have to talk to you, right? Like, it's yeah. always the fucking boyfriend. Fine. Yeah. Fine. But also, he should be like, you know, I think there is someone who has threatened her life on multiple occasions and also had actual physical violence against her. <laughs> You're like, I have an idea. Well, he will. He will. Oh, okay. 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 So okay. they initially suspect Mark. They're like, hey, we have some questions. So Mark said that the day before, he and his friend had been drinking earlier in the day. And around 6 p.m., he headed home to the house that he shared with Carol and played video games. Mm-hmm. Mark and Carol claimed that they were at the home together drinking and smoking weed around the time that Cindy would have been murdered. <gasps> Is this motherfucker covering for her? It's so I have so many questions. Did uh, Carol hire somebody? There was even a third friend that backed up their alibi saying, yes, I was staying at their house and they were home during that time. Mm. Mark does say that he was pretty drunk, but he did remember Carol being home and going to bed pretty early that night. Well, did she go to her room hmm. or did she go to bed? What if her is her bed not in her room? Well, I mean, like, did <sighs> did she actually go to sleep or did she just go to her room, sneak out her fucking window and go murder someone? Oh, you know, you don't know what she did. Yeah, I don't she know went what to she bed. did. No, she just went to her room. Yeah, I don't know Maybe. what she did. I, I don't know. I'm pretty suspicious of what she did, though. And I'm pretty sure she was not sleeping. I, too. <laughs> According to all of my past knowledge. <laughs> So now police are like, hold up. Who's this Carol person? Like, you're living out with Carol. That had to make Cindy pretty upset, right? And Mark's like, oh, it's my ex. (laughs) Mm, You know, they never really did get along. Exactly. So that's when the police learned that Carol was super jealous and spoke to several people about wanting to kill Cindy. And they were like, that's fucking fishy. Oh, that's pretty fishy. So since there was no physical evidence tying Mark to the crime... Because, like I said, they didn't have a fucking murder weapon or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Carol has a pretty good motive. Police started to focus on Carol as their main suspect instead of Mark. Fair. In the end, though, they were unable to find any physical evidence to tie Carol to the crime either. And by April of 1984, with no real evidence, 
by the way, April of 84, was that February, March, April? That's literally two months later. They had no real evidence, and there was some pretty fucking shady-ass police work. The police basically put Cindy's murder file away and filed it as a cold case. It was like, we have no idea. No idea. How could this have happened? Zero idea. I have no idea. Yeah. You don't have a fucking guess? Not a guess. Not a clue. Can't be Mark. Can't be Carol. There's no physical evidence. They were seen together. Yeah. They have an airtight alibi. Of each other. Yeah. Well, and that third person in the house. Carol got a third person to fucking, or a second person at least, to help her trying to attack Cindy at Cindy's home. They, at and her a 14-year-old. Yeah. 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 You tell me Don't she doesn't have, have fucking friends to lie for her? Maybe they didn't, like, look up past reports or something. Like, maybe it was a different precinct. Maybe they just didn't look. Yeah. it. A lot of articles were, like, the police work was pretty shitty. Oh, that's Sorry about it. Okay. Are, you, are we going to get a fucking closure to this? That's the end. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, God. <laughs> there's more. There's more. <laughs> okay. So Mark and Carol, they officially break up and the years go by. Like, they move out of each other's homes and everything. Mm-hmm. The years go by and Carol ends up with another guy. And so now it's 1992. And then that guy gets another girl pregnant and that baby <gasps> also ends up eviscerated and oh. out of the tummy. And they were like, this looks fucking familiar. Hmm, I think I've seen this before. No, that didn't happen. All right. Uh, So it's eight years after Cindy's murder, and Cindy's family never stopped pushing the police to solve her murder, obviously. Yeah. And they reopen the investigation and take a closer look at Carol. So she had fine. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I guess we'll look. Oh, you're going to make me do my job. This again. Well, I think it was also a whole new fucking unit of police officers by this point. And they were like, this shit looks easy to solve. On account of look at all this motive. Yeah. I mean, there's a pretty good motive here. Let's question these alibis. Yeah. So they started going through all the evidence again, and they come across an autopsy photo where Cindy had this bruise like mark on her cheek. Okay. Now, the original coroner had, who had done the autopsy had said that the bruise was caused by lividity and that it was a postmortem blood pulling in the body. Okay. She was face down. Mm-hmm. But the new investigators suspected that the mark looked a lot like a bite mark. Oh. So they were like... You're going to bite someone in the face? It's pretty fucking aggressive. But, I mean, they ripped her baby and her organs out of her body, so I'm really not that shocked by a bite mark. Yeah, but, like, think of biting a person on the cheek... Yeah, but like it's if not you're a lot like, to grab onto, you know. Uh, okay, but listen, my cheeks—they're so fat they go in. That's why I have dimples. I could, if I were like, no, dimple, you, you no dimple, bite dimple? that, no dimple. <laughs> you could bite that shit. But I'm thinking, like, think back in high school. Yeah, fights get scrappy as hell. Yeah, maybe they were scrapping. I mean, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just okay. feel like someone's face. Mm. I feel like we should be way more concerned with so many other things happening. Okay, let's go. Okay, so bite mark on the face. And Mm -hmm. they're like, you know what we should do? Fucking bite mark analysis. Yes, but first let's exhume the body so that we can get a better look at this bite mark. Oh, is it going to be okay eight years later? You're going to have a fucking solid bite mark? Yeah. Uh, Nine, eight years later? I can't fucking know. I don't remember. I, I think you're right. Eight years later. So they exhume her and they're like, ah, shit, she's too decomposed. We can't really tell what's going on here. Shocking. The hell is going Shocking. on? What the fuck is going? I feel Who like was like you know what's probably still around the fucking tissue on her face. I have no idea. In like good I, enough condition? I don't even know. You know what's really sad too is like obviously her wounds were so bad that 
they couldn't have like an open casket or anything. Yeah. So like, do you go forward with like full embalming processes? I don't really know the stance on this. I'm sure you do. I they embalm don't, everybody. I don't know. I feel like I understand that the family wants answers. And so they're like, we're going to help the fucking investigation. Yes, you can exhume her. I feel like as the person that I am, I'd be like, do you really think that's going to work? Like, I would yeah. have questions. Yeah. And, like, you're going to go through, you're going to make me go through a lot of fucking trauma. Yeah. Digging up my family member's grave. Well, I should note also that, okay, so I probably say this and I'm going to lose my spot. Okay. But, like I said, there was a lot of shoddy police work happening here. And also, because of the, like, the coroner's report didn't match what the photos were showing. Like, nothing was really reported about her having literally gaping holes in her head from a fucking hammer. Jesus. So, like, if you were just looking at not the photos, just looking at the coroner's report, you wouldn't even suspect a hammer as a possible murder weapon. Like oh. they only mentioned the stab marks. So it was like literally half-assed everywhere. So what I wonder hell? if they also exhumed her body so that they could like kind Check of out the rest of it. piece together what happened. Because yeah. now they're like, well, I can't trust this fucking report. Okay, that's fair. Based off of these pictures, this doesn't match. Yeah. But also their big thing was like this bite mark. They couldn't get any more from the from her actual body but they still move forward with this idea that they think that the bruise is a bite mark on her face instead of lividity okay and they start analyzing all of this stuff and like all of the suspects teeth i don't know if they're like hey carol come bite on this apple but anyway they get fucking records of everybody that they suspected as possible murderers and they find that there is a 3.1 million to one probability that the bite on cindy's cheek was caused by carol so it's a match Oh, shit. They were able to tell that from the picture? Isn't that crazy? Like, with no further fucking evidence or what? (laughs) no further ado, they were like, this matches perfectly. I'm assuming they took, like, a close-up picture of the... But why would they take a close-up picture of the fucking lividity if they thought it was lividity? They'd just be like... That's actually really uh, one of the points that's made by the defense later is like, okay, this picture that was taken, if it were assumed to be a bite mark it would have had to undergo specific conditions for taking the pictures to make sure you get all the angles possible yeah and they'd have fucking rulers and shit next to it to be like this is about how big it is yeah and like certain lighting and everything so you can get all the fucking teeth marks or whatever and that this picture was not taken in that manner so there's no way that you can gather that from this picture okay but i'm on board with that prosecution is like 100 percent, 3.5 million chance and to one 100 is carol wow that's I don't Crazy, know. I right? kind of agree with the defense on that. Like, if you did not think that was a bite mark originally, you just took a picture of her face. And yeah. I don't know. I don't like that. That's like me thinking I can solve a fucking murder using a satellite photo from, like, Google Time Machine mm-hmm. 2005 looking mm-hmm. at a bump in the middle of the desert mm-hmm. and being like, that's for sure a body. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's, it's not, not a body. It's probably not. It's definitely a rock. Maybe it's Carol's bite mark. 100%. But mm, it's... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> probably... I mean, it's probably Carol's bite mark if you really think that's what it is. But I don't think that that's a solid way to prove it. You know? Yeah, yeah. I kind of want to see this picture, which I know is pretty fucked up. But, like, yeah. I really want to see this mark. Which, sorry, family. Like, it's lividity in the shape of a mouth. Yeah. That's like, kinda, how did you Don't you want to see, like, why is this a question? Or yeah. are you going to look at it and be like, mm-mm, mm-mm. Yeah. Or like, oh, no, it's clearly a fucking canine right like there. Te- yeah, yeah. Okay, so police start questioning those who knew Carol. Because they're like, aha, we got her fucking teeth mark here. So they start to question people who knew her. Can you and, get her to bite this apple? I guess. Sure. Maybe they have fucking dental records on lock. Wow. I don't really know. 
Witness start to come forward, like, out of the woodworks. They're like, oh, hey, by the way, I know Carol, and she's pretty fucking shady. And one time she bit me. Yeah. See here, exhibit A. Mm-hmm. A man by the name of Richard Lingnow came forward and confirmed that he was the other man that barged into Cindy's sister's home and helped hold the sister and 14-year-old daughter down. Yeah. He said that Carol had paid him $300 to kill Cindy. Holy shit. But Wait, what? Yeah. But he was, like, obviously not able to kill her because she was like, call the cops. And he was like, no, we got to go. Like, this ain't going to work. And also, he agreed to $300? Yeah. I mean, I'm going to go ahead and guess that we're not hanging out with the best crowd here, you know? Still, like know you got your worth, bro. <laughs> That's a lot of work for 300 bucks. It's a fucking high risk, low reward. Yeah, exactly. But maybe he really wanted $300. So he had agreed to it, but obviously didn't follow through with it. Ask for five. At least round it, yeah. Right? That's what I'm thinking. Like hmm. three? Hmm? Is that all you could get your hand on? Mm-hmm. Just one hand. If I have to use the other, it's six. At least. <laughs> okay, another witness stepped forward and claimed that Carol had solicited him as well for murder for hire to take Cindy out. She's just fucking asking everybody. She is got lots of loose ends, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she's not being careful. Yeah. She has no concern. And all the friends are like, oh, Carol. Ah, oh, Carol. That's just Carol being Carol. Yeah. So, let's see. Oh, get this one. The woman who backed up Carol and Mark's alibi eight years prior, being mm-hmm. like, yeah, we were all home together. They were she fucking was like, drinking. actually, she paid me 50 bucks. Exactly. She stepped forward and said that Carol let her live in her house for free as long as she provided an alibi. I was like, Bro. yeah, you can live here, but you have to say that, like, I was here the whole fucking time. So you know you're living in a house with a murderer and you're mm-hmm. like, this is fine. Yeah, it's great. It's great. This is fine. It's wonderful. Everything's fine. Now it's 1987. And the police are still investigating, right? Carol's still free, whatever. Carol breaks up with her current boyfriend and moves out. And when she does, she leaves a box behind. Mm, Fucking boyfriend box? Box uh, of secrets? That boyfriend box of secrets. In that box, her now ex finds three hammers and a knife with a bent tip. It's alleged that the tip was bent when it severed Cindy's spinal cord. I thought that shit was like jelly. But not your spine. Gross. <laughs> First of Just all. Just saying. Ugh. I don't know how they figure that out. Maybe like the angle. Okay. He said that the knife looked to have blood and hair on it. So. You had fucking how many weapon. years? How many years? Eight. To clean and or get rid of? Eight. And she left it in the ex's house. What a fucking idiot. Okay, so this had blood and hair on it, so he ran it through the wash. What a fucking day. <laughs> he ran the knife through the wash. That's a ride or die right there. He ran the knife through the wash. They're broken up at this point. And he's like, this is a good knife. I can't just get rid of a good knife. Just because it has a bent tip doesn't oh. mean you can't use it. No, maybe that'll help me cut bread or tomatoes. Tomatoes are hard to start, you know? What a fucking idiot. What a fucking idiot. He's like, blood and hair, no problem. I got a bosh. That's gross. <laughs> That's not going to gunk up my dishwasher. Oh, my. Well, I mean, I'm sure it wasn't soaked. It was just like, you know, he's like, hmm, that looks like blood I'll and hair. I bet he didn't have a bosh. No. That shit doesn't have a garbage disposal in it. Oh, God. It's 87. It is 87. It's barely rinsing it off. It probably still has DNA on it. Definitely still using Cascade, though. Oh, for sure. Okay. So, anyways, the guy eventually turns in the suspicious-looking possible murder weapons to the police. And you know they get what? Processed. I'm I don't really need sorry about cleaning it back there. Yeah. It turns out the tip is bent. I didn't know before. <laughs> it's really not a good tomato cutting knife. 
I thought I was going to be able to use it, but um, upon closer inspection, it doesn't fit in the knife block. <laughs> the whole fucking tip is bent. It's not nearly as sharp as I once thought it was. It looks like it's had some hard use. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. It is used. <laughs> not gently. Mm-mm. So the police are like, you're fucking Rika. Like, hell yeah. Let's check this shit out. Murder weapons. And they process the whatever little evidence is left. Basically, mm-hmm. I think they got, like, fingerprints on the knife and, like, blood and hair from the uh, hammers. Hammer. Mm-hmm. Well, at least he didn't run those through the fucking wash. <laughs> wow. You got to draw a line somewhere, you know? You know? You don't really wash hammers. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of weird. The results return a bunch of fingerprints on the items, like mm-hmm. I said, but most of them belong to Mark and Cindy, not Carol. Okay, still weird that Carol owned it. Really weird. There were, a, but also Mark lived with Cindy. So what if she acquired this leftover bar, box from Mark mm-hmm. and didn't even realize, like, didn't fucking check it? It was just like, oh, some shit in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a possibility. So there was a third set of prints that were found, but never matched anybody on fucking file or anything like that. Hmm. The hairs found on the items belonged to Cindy. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense. Yeah. But neither had Cindy's blood on them. And the police could not confirm if these were the murder weapons. So in the end, they were like, looks pretty suspicious. But we can't really confirm if this was used to kill Cindy or not. But, like, they totally were. Couldn't you, like, match up the fucking hammerhead with the holes? Yeah. I'm sure you could. Mm. But they were like, we don't know. That's hard. <laughs> That's hard. That's above my pay grade. Even though there was no physical evidence linking Carol to Cindy's house during the murder, there was enough circumstantial evidence to be like, "Mm, you're arrested. Yeah. One of the biggest things being that, like, mouth bite thing, right? Yeah. That's the only real physical evidence they have against her. Well, and, like, the whole, you know, paying someone technically kind of. Yeah, like all the witness testimony and everything. Yeah. So they're like, uh, we don't have anything to 100% say that you did it, but, like, it's not looking great for you. Circumstantially. You did it. You're fucked. Yeah. She went to trial in 1993. The prosecution claims that on the night of the murder, Carol got Mark drunk by over-serving him wine. Uh, once he passed. <laughs> don't giggle. I just like the idea of, like, she overserved him. Not he overindulged, but yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But, like, I think the intent was that she is going to get him drunk so yeah. that he can't. That's my intent with you every weekend. (laughs) But not so that you can murder my significant other. No, I just want to overserve you. (laughs) Yeah, mine too. Same Z's. That's why we're dangerous for each other. (laughs) Uh, Once he passed out, she took his car keys and went to Cindy's home. Since Mark had the spare key to Cindy's home, she had easy access to get inside. Yeah. She then murdered and mutilated Cindy. So basically all of these witnesses that stepped forward and testified against carol they kind of weren't that credible because they were known drug users and alcoholic abusers and so their statements didn't always align and also they had really shoddy memories because of the drug use and the alcohol abuse and this is fucking years and years later yeah it's like almost 10 years later yeah mark testified and said that he didn't believe that carol was the killer Hmm. what a fucking piece of shit Hmm. what a fucking piece of shit What a piece of shit all around, you know? Yeah. Like, all around. However, despite all of this, the bite mark testimony was enough for the jury to find Carol guilty of Cindy's murder. Good. 
However, in 2005, her conviction was overturned because a federal judge found the evidence in the trial to be unreliable. Well, okay, so do I, but like what? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. So like we said, the forensic odonologist, however you say that correctly, had a sketchy record for being wrong. Mm. Not a good look. So like his expert opinion wasn't so expert. Mm -hmm. Oops. Mm -hmm. And so it was argued that that wasn't actually a bite mark. Hmm. And everything else we said, right? Like, I mean, it's pretty sketchy. Yeah. But did she get another trial or was it just like fucking sorry about it? So she was retried and the same evidence was presented minus the bite mark. Okay. And she was found guilty again and was given life without the possibility of parole. Okay. I'm still okay with this. There's still debate over whether or not Carol actually murdered Cindy. Like, it was obvious that she wanted Cindy dead, but did she murder Cindy? It's not clear. Mm -hmm. So she could potentially be serving life in prison for a murder that she didn't commit. But also, she... Even if she didn't commit it, she probably paid someone to do it. Yeah. Like she had a she had a little bit of a history. She had a little bit of a history on trying to get people to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Paying someone to do it. Now who if you agreed and they broke into the fucking house together. Like Yeah. You're not innocent here. Now if you paid somebody to murder someone, yeah, you get still, life. Yeah. Okay. I don't know that for a fact. Oh, okay. But I think that I think that in the past I've seen cases where they do. Oh, okay. Just curious. I don't recall off the top of my head. So, like we all know, the other major suspect would be Mark. His fingerprints were all over the crime scene, but he also lived there. Mm-hmm. And he had access to Cindy's home, so it could have but easily been But he also lived him. there. Yeah. And his friend testified that he hadn't been drinking with Mark earlier the day that Cindy had mur- been murdered. So he was like, I, that's not true. Well, that's sketchy. Yeah, so then the, like, suspicion is, like, maybe Mark found out that the baby wasn't actually his. And then you just deuce Cindy. the fuck out. Yeah, well, I'd be like, everybody should have deuced the fuck out in this scenario. Yeah. Like, hey, hot tip, deuce the fuck out. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, mm. so that's the case. I mean, you know, fucking horrific. Somebody's yeah. serving time, but we don't know if it's the right somebody. There's actually a lot more to all of this. There's so many layers and so many people involved, but I just try to keep it straightforward. <laughs> mm. Thanks. You're welcome. I hate it. Yeah, you do. I don't like that. I don't so, like it. So, mm-hmm. so. If you want to check out pictures pertaining to this case, go to isgpodcast.com. And while you're there, please click on the Patreon link. Subscribe to our Patreon for as little as a dollar. Get an extra episode every month and access to all of our back episodes. Mm-hmm. If you want to be a higher tier patron patron you could pay ten dollars a month and get access to all of the behind the scenes video content and mm-hmm. all of the back access to that shit too also, also a new patreon came out yesterday it did and you're welcome mm-hmm. what else can they do they can click on merch and buy some merch girl shit Ooh, girl boy it don't matter what you are. Come buy some shit. Also, come follow us on social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at ISGD Podcast. Ooh, we're also on TikTok. That's fun. Come join mm-hmm. us there. Come join the goddamn pod group on Facebook. Mm-hmm. The basic requirement is that you be fucking nice to each other. You can email us at isgdpodcast at gmail.com or you can snail mail us at... P.O. Box 2764, Spring Valley, California, 91979. And now we're going to open some shit from Matthew. 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 
All right. Matthew treats us so well. I don't know where you're getting all this money, your side hustle. This has to cost a million dollars to ship every time. Um, It's got a bow on the car. It's real fucking cute. Matthew is so goddamn cute. Also, I'm going to say it's a Christmas gift. I know. The burlap. We have so much of Matthew's burlap in here. I don't know where he's getting getting it. But we've oh, saved all of it. It's little koala bears and their Aww. fucking Santa hats. Here come Santa Claus. And, and it says, <laughs> Merry goddamn Christmas, ladies, and also to the goddamn fam. Hell I just yeah. love this whole world you've created. <gasps> Enjoy. Lots of love, Matt. Aww. He underlined it a lot of times. Like, it's just Matt. Oh, he hates it. It's not Matthew. He hates it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not going to stop. First of all, we fucking love you. Too. We love you so hard. So hard. Ooh, okay. Maybe not so hard. That hard. Pretty you know? hard. Like, pretty hard. Oh, bring it. Bring it back a little bit. No. You're going to scare them off. I won't. I oh. might. It's <gasps> Oh, my God. If it was a snake, it would have bit me. More sh- <laughs> it's more shapes. <laughs> I, I know what you're going for. Look at all this tinsel. God damn it, Matthew. You're so fucking cute. We got barbecue shapes. There's another bow. We haven't had barbecue before, right? No. (gasps) Everything has bows on it. You're so fucking sweet. It's all wrapped. Did someone wrap this How much time did he spend on us? I know. Love. Aww. (laughs) It's got a bow on the end. Well, because I... Oh, some of the bows. Oh, 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 oh. Sorry, while you're doing that, I'm... Yeah, I want to eat oh, that. Oh, no. I ripped the bag open like a God monster. Which one's this? Whatever oh, this is crimpy is. No. Chicken crimpy. crimpy. What's a crimpy? I, my mouth, my just mouth is watering. <gasps> Don't copy what I'm saying. I pretended I was ready, but I wasn't ready. Every time, these are gone the next day. I know mine, too. Oh, fuck yeah. I'm sorry. I kind of opened it like a monster, too. These are so good. I mm-hmm. wish we had shapes. <laughs> I've never had a bad flavor of shapes. This is so... Did you wrap this? Fucking cute. Also, there was a bow. I can't wrap like this. I can't either. There was a bow on them. This is a jam, a jar, jar jam, I'm guessing. A jar jam, you're guessing? I said it and I'll say it again. If you're blue and you You don't don't know where to go to, why don't don't you go go where fashion sits? Putting on the Ritz. Different types of wear a day coat. Is it homemade? Oh my god. Okay, no, it's not. It definitely has a label. Plum and rhubarb jam. I'm sorry. What? It's Davidson. Pete Davidson. Davidson. Oh, Davidson plum and rhubarb jam. What if I put this on a chicken cracker? Is that weird? No, that sounds bomb. You want to try it? Yeah. I'm not going to lie. That's fucking bomb. Is it? I wish you wouldn't lie. Mm. Mm, Mine doesn't fit No, that's really good. I mean, I think I'm just tasting the jam. I want this on toast with butter. Mm. Also, it was really good on chicken cracker. That fucking bomb. Uh-huh. It was really good. Mm-hmm. Why is it so small? <laughs> <laughs> I will eat this all. Okay, what next? What is it? It's like the lightest can in the world. It is a very light can. That's why I shook it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh! Milo! They were talking about this yeah. on the Facebook group yeah and you guys put this in fucking ice cream right and i was like oh we have nesquake and everybody was like nope not the same thing (laughs) now we'll know get the fuck out of there oh active go efficient energy release whoa i'm sorry (laughs) what am i gonna do with it (laughs) whoa that's a weird can energy 
How did you just start to you? Just, oh. It's like a Nesquik one, like the old one, right? You need know. something like a butter knife. I don't have. I have a scissors. Hey, thanks, Matthew. <laughs> you know what it tastes like? What? It tastes like those mocha things that we put, like you know, when you're like a mocha cappuccino or whatever. Mm-hmm, 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 we mm-hmm. need to put this on something so you can taste it. Put <laughs> it on a chicken biscuit. <laughs> you think it's bad on a chicken biscuit? I mean, I just use it like a little spoon. Yeah. Mm. You think that's like a cinnamon challenge? It tastes like the inside of a Whopper. Mm-hmm. You don't like Whoppers. You, that's not fair to say. I like them when they're not so dry that they scrape my teeth. The they're never good. so dry that they scrape your teeth because you, they're inside your mouth. But you're, you never drink water, so nothing is ever dry to you. Like, your status quo is just dry-ass, dusty mouth. <laughs> just to say, I don't know how you're swallowing that cracker right now. It's really hard right now. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and take a sip. What do you think this one is? I'm opening it. I really like this. I hope you're prepared. Okay. Sorry. Because <laughs> I'm opening it. <laughs> kangaroo. Is it jerky? <gasps> is it kangaroo meat? Yeah, it's kangaroo jerky. No. Is it real? You can just eat them? Are you supposed to eat them? Are you sure? Is that like rat jerky or something? It's premium 100% Australian kangaroo jerky. Oh, my God. While we're not about to tell you our secret kangaroo jerky recipes, you'll know when you're having Mariani's It's Quality. Thick cuts of kangaroo with loads of flavor will certainly convert anyone into Mariani kangaroo jerky lovers. Our kangaroo is marinated with our own special spices, slow cured, then trimmed and sliced. Is it all the same flavor? Uh, It has a unique taste sensation. Uh, Sensation? What is this? High in nutrition, low in fat, and also a source of protein, which makes it an ideal snack alternative. The perfect addition when entertaining or when you need a quick nutritional snack on the go. Do not eat oxygen absorber sachet. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for the hot tip. Somebody soon. Now, is it like teriyaki or the same thing? What are we doing? What? You open yours. Okay, I have I'll, a piece I'll of yours mine. so I don't have to open mine first. That's fine. That's fine. I opened yep. all of my things. Yes. I said yes. They're the same, I think. Mine's just game jerky. I'm literally going to eat this. If this is delicious. I love beef jerky. If this is delicious, I'm going to eat this as my lunch tomorrow. Is it gross? Is it I don't even people? know what kangaroo is supposed to smell like. I don't either, but it kind of smells like dog treats. (laughs) I'm going to love them. I love dog treats. I'm nervous. It's a thick cut of fucking kangaroo. It smells fishy. That's why I said it smells like dog treats. Oh, you just went for it. (laughs) Uh, I got racist. I got the whole thing in there. Okay, it still tastes good. It tastes like jerky. Not as peppery as our jerky. Mm Mm-hmm. Very mild. Very mild This is like they just dehydrated some meat. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not mad at it. Mm-mm. Are we literally eating kangaroo right now? Mm-hmm. This is a first. It's kind of really good, actually. Are you allowed to eat kangaroos? I have no idea. Are we? Should it's we not still kind of fishy, though. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> it's like a hint of fish. <laughs> well, now I can't swallow it. Why? Why did you do that? Because <laughs> I just gagged a little in my mouth. Because I did this? Yes. And you keep saying it's fishy. <laughs> Isn't it? It's not a lot fishy. It's just kind of like when somebody says it's gamey. Oh, I just don't know what that means. So I said fishy. You get the whole thing in your mouth already? I had I couldn't tear it with my braces. I mm. have no fucking bite power. Yeah, it's gone. I ate it. It was delicious. 
It's not like it was overpowering, like, with fish. It's just like, and I did not know kangaroo smelled like that. Made in Australia from at least 97% Australian ingredients. Is that not 100% kangaroo? <laughs> <laughs> now, I feel like if we were to send him American jerky, mm-hmm. well, they probably have beef jerky, right? Like, maybe it's just kangaroo jerky. But, like, if we sent, he'd be like, oh, my God, it's so fucking salty. You can't taste anything else. Mm-hmm. Or, like, it the teri- your tongue. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. the teriyaki kind like is so burns sweet, it. too. You- yeah, it literally mm-hmm. burns your tongue. Mm. That's delicious. That's that pretty, tastes just like something fun. I would survive off of in the wild, you know? <laughs> In the bush. In the bush. (laughs) Okay. This is going to be a bottle of Patron. I don't know why. It's not even in the shape of Patron. It's not (laughs) round. But it's heavy. I shouldn't squish things. I don't know what they are. (laughs) Tell me about it. What is it? What is it? What is it? Favorite. Oh, they're Cadbury favorites. It's like a whole box. <laughs> oh my god! <gasps> Fun and games. What an interesting shape. What an interesting shaped flake. Box. Dream. Are they just like no, fucking one word candy bars? Like mm, flake. crunchy, <laughs> crunch. Mm. Cherry rice. Is crunch really? It says crunchies. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> soft. Mmm, <laughs> cherry ripe. Mm, I don't know about that. But let's taste these. Mm-hmm. Which one are you going for? Blind grab. That's the oh way my to do god. It. Oh my god. What? This might just What's be milk chocolate. What's a heavy one? This might just be milk chocolate. Give me a different one because we know what milk chocolate tastes like. Ooh. Mine's oh, a it's Carmelo. berry milk. Fuck yeah. I want a crunchy. I want a cruncher. Mine's What's a picnic? This is the one that you want. I want to try something new. Oh my god. This is so much. That's like fucking four pounds of chocolate. <laughs> it's gonna be gone. I'm going to eat the shit out of it. Uh, let's call this one Picnic. It has everything but the basket. What's in this one? Bursting Caramels? with a mix. Let's call it Carmelo. A peanuts wafer caramel and rice crisp coated in Cadbury milk chocolate. Oh, God damn it. That's good. Is it good? Mm-hmm. I feel like I should get a crunchy. Oh, we did have a crunchy before, didn't we? That one looks like the one that tastes like butter. Oh, why did What you- is that? What? Ooh, you got a 100 gram bar. You shouldn't eat that with braces. It's not a hundred gram bar. Oh, it looks like it. It's called a picnic. This is tits. Mmm. I want a crunchy. Find yourself a crunchy, baby. What do you think of flake? Mmm. Sounds flaky. You know what it sounds like? Butterfinger. A chick filet. Chick chick chico tail. What are those things called? No, I was thinking a crunchy would be a butterfinger. Mmm. Picnic is real good. <gasps> what do you think a Turkish is a Turkish delight. But do you see I've this? Did you have someone wrap this for you? Like the, I know I ask this every time. I know, but it's so nice. But it's still a He's legitimate so nice. question that you've never answered. Moro. These are such weird. How do you know what you're eating by the name of this? Sorry. And do you wrap your own presents? <laughs> okay. I'm eating a flake. Okay. I can't find a crunch. First, uh-huh. super fucking cute little ornaments. Oh, oh. My tree is mm-hmm. up. Merry Christmas from it's Australia. It's a koala bear on a surfboard. Uh-huh. Oh I God. love it. And it's made of wood. It's and a then nice-ass ornament. Another super cute fucking <gasps> ornament. Oh. 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 It's oh, my little, God. It's a little cockatiel. Cockatoo? Cockatoo? Teal. Cockatiel? I don't know. I don't either. But it's so I fucking cute. Huh. 
This is so cute. Where does one acquire this? I imagine he gets it from that island that he sees all these birds at. I know. He's like a fucking Disney princess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is... What material <laughs> is this? Got him. You scared the shit out of me. <laughs> what is this? Dark chocolate raspberry almonds? What's this? <gasps> What's this? Oh, wait. This one's different. Oh. This one's dark chocolate or pretzels. You want to have a dark chocolate raspberry almond? Mm-hmm. You want to have a dark chocolate pretzel? Duh. You hate puzzles. How do you feel if they're covered in chocolate? Um, for them? Seems. <laughs> I mean, I like them anyway, so you didn't have to have the chocolate, but I'll eat them. How did this, how did you? How does this taste like raspberry? Sorry. The snozzberries taste like snozzberries. I just destroyed the packaging on this. Mmm. This is delightful. Mm. There's a chocolate-covered almond that tastes like raspberry somehow. Ooh, it smells fucking bomb. Can I eat this? Mm-hmm. Come on. This is just like us eating food. I don't know, but... Boom. Mmm. What's a raspberry almond? Oh, taste it and you'll be like, that's a raspberry almond. Mmm. 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 Those pretzels are bomb. Perfect amount of salt. With sweet. Handmade again. Mm, I didn't even read the package. I'm going to put all my shit in this in cute a little box. box. I'm going to have a flake. Mm. This was awesome. The fucking delightful. Matthew. I thought we already tried all the snacks, you know? <gasps> he we was like, one. hold my fucking beer. This looks familiar, too. Did we have one of these before? What's it called? Oh, a crunchello? Mm-mm. It was a flake. <laughs> it tastes like fudge. Hmm. Look at it. Mm. Would you just look at it? It looks like fudge. I'm never going to go bad. Not today. Oh, it's very flaky. <laughs> it's it called a flake? A, I understand why they call it a flake. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew, mm. you treat us so fucking fine. Too fine. I love you. And I appreciate you and everything that you do. You are so amazing. I'm going to take all of these things. I cannot wait. I'm so glad I'm at my house so I can go hang this on my tree. <laughs> I know. I got to get it home. And then my kid's going to be like, what the fuck is that? And I'm going to be like, oh, shit's from Australia. I was just going to say my kids love ornaments. Like, it's weird I how much they love them. I they love Australia. <laughs> Because I was going to say, my kid's going to be like, and what the fuck is that? Every morning after opening all this shit, I literally run out to the shed in the morning and I'm like, look at this. It's a koala paw (laughs) or kangaroo paw or whatever. Yeah, it's a kangaroo paw. Kangaroo paw. And my older son will be like, why is his finger like that? I'm like, don't worry about it. He's just throwing up gang signs. Mm -hmm. I love you. I appreciate you and everything that you do. You're the best. I would smile, but I have so much shit in my teeth. Bye. Bye.